0: Hallelujah. Okay, so thank you for continuing. <laughs> so um, just in ten seconds, I was we were talking about how how to pray, how should I pray, and we have like a series of questions that we're answering on that it's because we're trying to birth um, effective prayer, effective communication, a communication that indeed will, will a communication that will bring forth understanding. So we're talking about um. In this podcast I'm talking about where should I pray Um, I'm talking about when do I stop praying and I'm talking about the three love languages because said prayer is a language is a love language so to effectively communicate with God we need to understand how we can communicate with him in this um, in the in love languages because prayer is a love language it comprises of it's comprised of all the love languages basically being a house of prayer comprises of all the love languages so now talking about where do we pray in the last podcast in case you are just new here in case you are new here we talked about I was talking about how do I pray and under how I broke it down to five of languages and I already talked about quality time and or rather I talked about affirmation and I was talking about quality time and as I was talking about quality time I was I answered what quality time is and all of that then I answered how long should I pray and answered um, when should I pray now I'm talking about where should I pray because I'm saying this all under quality time because it kind of helps us to understand quality time better in a particular way, I think. So now where do we pray? I don't I don't need to talk too much here actually because um we can pray anywhere. If if we can pray at any time we can pray anywhere. Even in places where we are shy to pray. Many I hear many Christians, you know, they are shy to hold hands or pray in restaurants or so, you know, but it shouldn't be if God is everywhere we should be able to communicate with him, should be able to pray anywhere in both in words and in lifestyle but right now i think right now we're talking about in words right okay yeah i think what that's what we're talking about so however the quality time period can be in a place that is just for you and god so yes you can pray anywhere but sometimes you can have a particular place where you just want to be for you and god for that quality time periods where you have where you want to just spend time with god so this quality time period this quality time um place this quality time period basically in special places can be maybe a, the special place can be a corner in your room this could be just your room it could be a space it could be a place at work or school Though those the place if it's a place at work or school it's, that could be distracting but maybe you just like meeting god there and that is and those places are just your place it's and let me to better understand this let me say it like this it's just like how a bedroom is for of a husband and wife is like their place that's where you know that's their place but because that is their place, that doesn't mean they cannot sleep in other rooms or communicate in other rooms or do other marriage activities in other rooms. So some people do not have special places to spend quality time with God. Like they can spend quality time with God anywhere and they still love God and they are still growing in Him. So if you don't have a special place, you not feel bad. just that this special place thing, it just kind of adds spice to your relationship with God. It's like you are eager to go there. But however, there is it's another side to it because it can also trap some people you know, some people wait all day till they get to that place because it's until they get to that place they can actually spend quality time with God, and that shouldn't be. We should be able to, you know, have different times during the day where we can still spend quality time with God, or we can just sit still, listen to Him, pray to Him, you know, spend quality time, or just reach out to our Bible, read a particular place, talk to Him about it, and all of that. So, that's even, and, and let me even give an example that's where some poor even some people wait all week to Sunday to to spend quality time with God because that's when they go to church and this is, this shouldn't be you know they see the they see church as a special place their special place to spend quality time with God but this shouldn't be we should basically we should be able to our secret places should make us see any place as a potential place to meet with God so yes I have a particular place where I meet with God but she help, help me to be more eager to see to, uh, to meet with him any in any other place and as far as it's everywhere i can meet with him anywhere so um, i sent this picture of different places people meet with god um upper room in the house by the river on the beach wilderness lonely places mountains alone so basically there are different verses attached for alone. If we read matthew 6 is matthew 26 39 if we see mountains matthew 14 23 lonely places mark 135 wilderness Luke 5 16 upper room act 1 13 to 14 house act 10 30 or 12 from verse 5 to 7 it is C so basically we can miss to God anywhere so now the last love language where when do I I said last love language the last question that can help us to um, understand what quality time is really about or just the normal questions just help us understand prayer let me put it like that So when do I stop praying? You never stop praying, right? We already said that you pray till you die. And as long as you're alive, you keep on praying. So better put, the question is, when should I stop praying to God a particular matter? You stop praying when understanding comes. Stop praying when there's a change, you stop when there's an answer, and understanding you know that communication. Communication the understanding that that communication would have brought, brought might make you continue praying. Maybe the burden, maybe the understanding to bring is that the, the burden, the response to bring which will help you to have understanding, maybe that the burden will be increased. Will give you, it might be a particular insight in the Bible that will help you to understand that you should keep praying. Or the understanding or the understanding of response you get might make you actually stop praying, might tell you okay, stop praying. So why does God not answer some prayers immediately? Why does He give us answers after persistently praying? Then because prayer changes us. Sometimes as we pray, we get to answer, we get to see that some prayers won't benefit us or help us relate with god in a in a better way or in any way so that understanding will make you change your prayer points and when you when you change your prayer point you see you get to depend god on more you are you are seen in the clearer in you know, with the clearer side and then you change changing i you know as you're changing changing prayer points you are, you're actually getting change inside within without something is actually changing you and at the end of the day you now end up praying the right thing that will actually births a response that indeed will change something in your life you know so my point is that um although let me put it like this there are some people that they keep on praying the same things you know god said we should not be like i think he said something like that we should not be like some people that always say very repetition but remember that jesus said the same things like three times in mark 14 when you when you went to get so many but the thing is that as i said it as he was able to be changed by it, you know, as he said those words like father that your will be done something something As he said those words he was able to be changed by it because he was able to receive strength to actually To actually go through whatever I was going to go through to actually stand he was able to draw strength from it so my point is that Yes, you might be saying the same things, you know, when we're praying persistently, but saying them with the right motive doesn't make them bad. I saw this in a book. They said, prayer with is only vain repetition. When you speak empty words without faith behind them, or you speak them, you ask them with the wrong motive. So that's why sometimes, um, that's why, rather okay, I saw this um quote with, by Charles Spurgeon. It says, perseverance, by perseverance, this snail reach to the ark. So keep praying until the Lord says it's time to quit. So basically we should know that um we should keep we should pray prayer on the park matter until there's and answer and we should not be angry if the answer we are getting you now as we are praying the burden is getting more and everything which is going to which is help making us to actually pray more. You see that as the burden is increasing you now you are getting insight, is actually changing from within and as you are praying persistently basically it helps you it helps you you get changed in that process. Maybe you to posture your heart rightly to pray with the right motive or to change your prayer points to something that'll benefit your relationship with God. And you know things like that. So I hope we've been able to answer all those other questions. Ah oh, okay it's nine minutes. Okay so I'll now quickly just wrap through the other love languages which are acts of service, receiving gifts and physical touch. So um basically Remember that we talking about this from the aspect of house of prayer. And we talking about this from the aspect of yeah, house of prayer. And meaning that our apart from our words speaking, our mouth speaking, our lifestyles also speak. So act of service and receiving gifts is basically more of your lifestyle speaking to God. Your lifestyle praying, your lifestyle communicating with God. And act of service um, as a love language of as in... Um, I, Act of service as a language to God can be as a prayer language can be maybe being about your father's business that is evangelizing, serving others, loving others and when you serve others, when you love people, there's no way you pray for them. So intercession for people. So that means even whenever God wants you to pray for somebody, you avail yourself. In that way, you're actually serving God and that is a language, a prayer language to God. They are communicating with God through that aspect. So acts of service is also a language of prayer. Then for um receiving gifts. You know I know most of us will be like what can we possibly give? God he gives us everything and all of that. But let's not forget that I think I didn't we said God desire is for us and if a bridegroom what i be what rather what can a what can a groom possibly want from his bride? He wants her, he wants her. Everything about her he wants her. Let's read Romans 12 verse one. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable service so we see that um um we our bodies everything about us rather our bodies everything is a gift to god in fact acts of service and receiving gifts they kind of they are kind of intertwined because when we receive when um, when we give god our bodies like we're serving him with him because why gifts this gift the body our lives rather as we give it to god as a gift is a gift for a purpose is a gift that doesn't just end up like end with okay being a gift It's like a gift that serves a purpose it's just like if i give somebody an earpiece it's a gift here but it's a gift that serves a purpose you know so my point is our gifts to god but it's for a purpose and our purpose is to bring light love you know to the world bring uh, help people to be pointed to jesus and all of that so i want us to know that we are uh, giving ourselves to god is a gift to him and it's for a purpose and we should know that god loves us we should know that he cherishes us we see us as the apple of his eyes zachariah two eight, you know he sees our body our bodies is his temple place your body, I'll be rather, right body is a temple, is a temple, is a dwelling place where you are a real priesthood. first Peter 2 9 to 10. So basically, he really, really, yeah, I yeah, give to him and he really appreciates you. So now, the last one talking about his physical touch, and I know many of us are like, What? How can I touch God? You know? I understand, you know, his spirit like how can I touch him? But let's not think about too much. Let's not think too deep or make it too complicated. Since uh, we have a spirit, right? And when our spirit touches the spirit, basically we're touching God, you know. So when i when we connect deeply with his spirit, you know, the Bible says deep call calls onto deep as the noise of your waterfalls, deep calls onto deep. So when our spirit connects with the spirit, it's like we're touching him although it's not physical touch that's like spiritual touch but we get the gist so but so my point is all right let me explain it like this i see physical touch as a method of communication that speaks what our heart says but our mouth won't say well like when you see lovers like they are touching each other or they are holding each other mm? it's like they are they want to say something but they are they cannot like their body is reacting in a way that their mouth cannot properly say what they want to say so their body just finds a way of acting it out so they hold each other they touch each other's face or things like that Or we see couples they kiss each other and things like that so basically it's just like saying what your heart cannot it's like your body responding in a way that your mouth cannot so the question is now how do how can we touch god and i want us to know that you when you do when you do when you do when you when you serve God, when you give yourself as a gift to God, when you spend quality time with Him, when you affirm God, you are basically touching Him. You are putting yourself in a position that will touch you. you are putting your spirit in a position that will connect deeply with His Spirit. And another thing i like to emphasize is that it really depends on our heart. You know, you know I said that physical touch is like, what is like what your heart is saying. So it really depends on the position of your heart and how... So, how do we get our hearts in the right place to communicate to connect with God in a deeper level through you know, touching Him physically through our spirit? So, first, by having Jesus in train throne of your heart, by reading and maintaining on the word which you always read, which will renew your mind, by taking time to spend time with God and things that are basically. Just pointing to the fact that indeed the things of God are really intertwined. So if you want to touch God, you put your heart in a good position to actually connect deeply with God. And then by that you see they are touching God. And that is a language of prayer. Another thing I'd like to mention here is that sometimes that when people connect with God on a deeper level, when they touch God, you know, (laughs) That you, it is evident when they connect to God through the that is That it is really evident, you know. That's yes, number one is a transformed life. Like when you, when you, when your spirit touches God, definitely transformed life or you the journey of transformation begins. And um, but there are some other things that could happen when you know, um, yeah. There's some other things that could happen when you have those moments of your spirit just connecting deeply with God. You know, there are sometimes during prayer that like, some people will just start crying or talking maybe they were quiet before they just start talking, 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 or they just start shouting and some people just become quiet, they shout, they knew some people put their hands up, some people roll on the floor, some people lie down flat, some people clap, some people move their body in a certain way, some people bust out in tongues, some people make some particular sounds. So I just see all those things as a way as a result of express as a result of our heart expressing itself. Yes, I know that there are some hypocrites, right? There's some people that are just hypocritical, but I, I but I'm talking about the real people right now. So so people do many things and I see it as a way as our spirit touching God, which is uh which results in us doing those things sometimes when we're praying and so I want us to know that there's no how you touch God and it's not be evident. Like there's no how it's not sure that you are touching God. Like um there's no how it's not sure basically. And you see how some people some people or rather let me say like this in fact some people even become stiff when they are praying or they start singing and I know how it's looking like I'm talking about because what might be coming to our mind right now is like uh-uh, that only happens when people are singing but I want us to know that even singing worshiping God in songs is a method is a is a language of prayer or rather let me say is a way you are communicating with God and prayer is basically communicating with God that means it is it is worshiping in songs is like you touching God. Is like position, positioning yourself to touch God or it's it can be as a result of you just actually touching God. You are, you, are singing, you are singing from your spirit, you are really connecting and you know those kind of things can actually be, can, they are communicating with God, they are talking to God basically and they can help you to actually understand some things better, a response you get from God better. Do you understand that which is that which is coming i means communication has been effective and i want us to know that there's no god is powerful so touching him is like touching maybe an exposed wire or something He's powerful and his power is greater than us so there's no how when you touch him it's like you there's no how you know be electrocuted when you touch a wire or something like that like there's no how it's not sure so and lastly lastly and i i didn't add this before I put what what position do I pray in, I saw this in the book, they put, you can pray in any position, whatever posture you take should be a response of the leading of the Holy Spirit, usually, usually when we are caught up in ministering to the Lord, we are just naturally, we we will just naturally respond outwardly to the inward position of our hearts before God, so you can take any position, so you don't need to wait till your, your spirit touches God, to have that effect electrocution effect that will make you maybe bust out or prostrate or things like that. You yourself you can let your Holy Spirit just lead you. Or in fact the Holy Spirit leading you might be the result of as your spirit touching God and you know you are now positioning yourself in a particular way. But some poor even without no, let me not go there yet. So my point is you can go you can actually position yourself in any way. You can sit, you can kneel, you can bow, you can stand, you can walk, you can lift your hands, you can prostrate you know the first Chronicles 17 16 to 27 there is sitting kneeling first kings 8 54 bowing exodus 34 8 standing in maya 9 5 walking second kings four thirty five, prostrate joshua 7 6 li- lifting hands second Chronicles 6 12 and more so these are those bible verses that back up the different positions that people took while praying that we can also learn from so my don't we when we our position we take let the spirit lead you don't let the custom of that particular church you grew up in lead you don't wait till you are so comfortable to then you now you say that is my position because I'm so comfortable. Yes, come. So, <clears throat> Yes, comfortability is very important when you're communicating with somebody, right? But sometimes you'll not be comfortable and you still you will still need to talk to the person. You know, you might not, I point to, you don't, you No, know, love is selfless, basically. So, sometimes you have to come out of your comfort zone if you really, really want to communicate something to somebody that you want. And you want that communication to be effective, you might, love is basically selfless. So, I hope you've been able to learn something. Let's not forget that we, everything here we talked about was from the perspective of being the house of prayer. Which includes speaking and also letting our lifestyles to speak. And when we're talking about how, how to do something, it means how like in what way is something done. And we looked at it from the perspective that lo- love is God's love language. Is, is love <laughs> is God's love language. And if prayer is lo- God's love language, how can we communicate with him with this love language in the, in the perspective of being the house of prayer? So we can never know how to pray or our prayer lives will always be lacking if we do not love God and communicating with him and communicate with him through these different ways basically if we can never know how to pray or our prayer lives will always be lacking always lack. if we don't love God or communicate with him through these different ways and first Corinthians 13 gives us the basis of the things to know about love or things to imbibe if we truly to know and to walk by and to live by if we truly want to love somebody and in this case God because if it is when we truly love God we can communicate effectively in these languages so there there, these are the languages used in communicating with God, and when we do these acts, we put ourselves in a position, or in a better position, to get a response, or get the understanding of whatever response we get, and that all this is equal to getting prayers, getting our answers to our prayers. So I hope we've been able to learn one or two things. There's something that just came to mind. I did not say that. Say, so let me leave to later. Is how um sorry, let me just scroll up. I'm talking like this because like it's this is like we we discussed this on WhatsApp and I'm reading it from WhatsApp so that's why I'm talking like this. I'm sorry if I'm not communicating well. But I hope the Holy Spirit will breathe upon everything I've said so far. Okay, so I said okay, I put that. Mm, sorry. Okay, I feel that like prayer is communicating with God. Like anytime a supreme being is involved in any communication, it's termed prayer. But when it's man to man, it's just called communication. So I'm saying this so that we'll know that it's not only Christians that pray. Other people, other religion, they pray to their gods. So they pray to their them to so they pray. So my point is I don't not, I don't want us to focus on that, but I just want to put that out there. So we'll know that so when we talk when we're talking about prayer, it's means that talking to a supreme being and in this case we're talking about to the almighty God. We as Christian, we're talking to the Almighty God. So I want us to just I hope we've been able to learn one or two things. What I said lastly didn't is not adding like it was not to add to the topic of today, just to help us to understand that other people pray and other people pray and you know the false powers and all of that. And I'm sure that we we already understand that from our previous podcast on the purpose of prayer, I you know, and all of that. Okay, so I hope we've been able to learn. Thank you so much for listening to, for, for listening to hear everything that we have to say and everything that Holy Spirit has to say through me. <laughs> I pray that we've learned. God, thank you for today. Let's just pray now, Father. We thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to learn. Thank you for the opportunity to help uh, of thank you for the opportunity to help us to understand what it means to be a house of prayer. Thank you for the knowledge you've passed across. Pray you help us to walk in the reality of all this. Help us to pray seasonally. Help us to pray I said pray seasonally. Help us to pray without season, Father. Father, thank you so much for everything. We love you. Help us to just indeed speak your love language help us to love you lord we love you father for just and we pray amen so yeah if you have any question you can message you can dm us on any of our social media platforms maybe not instagram for now but facebook twitter are open if you know any.